people have been asking me how to start a podcast and I just want to let you know that the Anchor app is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. It's the only app that lets you record a high quality podcast and distribute it everywhere like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all in one place. No fancy equipment or podcasting experience necessary and it's 100% free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Water Woman is rooted in love, self-awareness, and expansion. Welcome to this open space where we empower women to reclaim every part of themselves while candidly discussing what it means to be a white woman. It's Tiana. And Miranda. And you're now listening to The Water Woman Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Water Woman Podcast. If you're new here and if you've been listening for some time now, welcome back because you already know what's up. I'm Tiana. And I'm Miranda. And welcome back, folks. (laughs) How have you been? Oh, I've been good. This week was good for me. I had a good week. Yep. How about yourself? Um, I'm feeling okay. I am feeling okay. It could be better, but hey, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm alive. Take what you can take. Yeah. Yesterday was really good. <laughs> I already know. It'd be like that sometime. Yesterday was really yeah. good. Today is... Mm, it's just the weather. It just makes me crazy. I had plans to go out and meet somebody today. But then it was like, no, this weather is not conducive to either of our health. So we just end up canceling. That's crazy. Like, what's the temperature? The temperature is cold. Five. Oh my God. Yeah, it's 25 and it's like icy on the ground. And I was supposed to do the same tomorrow too. Like, have plans with somebody and go meet them, but I don't see that happening either. You meet up some stuff. people. Yeah, because I just be trying to be like in my social bag and just mm-hmm. moving around. And then next week I only have two off days. So that's gonna really be like limited in interacting with people. So it's kind of weird. Like this week I had more time and space for that. Mm-hmm. So next week it's definitely gonna be like, mm, let me pick pull a name out of the pile and see who I'm gonna see. Basically. Must be nice. Well, it is 78 in Louisiana. It's it's really hot. And I'm kind of okay with that, being that it is parade season. And I just hate being cold at a parade. So I'm kind of okay with that. So we'll see. But this, I don't know. It being hot is just it's it's messing with me a little bit, but I'm not gonna complain because I I no way, shape, or form want that 25 degree weather right now. Mm-mm. Yeah, like I'm genuinely happy for you because I mean it kind of makes sense why my mood is like this a little bit because it's just <laughs> cold outside and it's just and you know you can't really do too much. Places are closing early, and I just was supposed to be having fun, and now it's like the weather is gonna keep me in, and I don't want that. Right. Like, yeah, I don't want that. So that's yeah. where I'm at with this this midweek update of Texas. That sucks. It doesn't seem healthy at this point to me. Right. Like, um, hello. Do you care about my health? When I got out two days ago, it was literally seventy something, and it was hot. I had to take my trench coat off. That's so. That's it's it's getting crazy. It's really getting weird. Yeah. weird, and that's how that's how it is living in Louisiana. Cause you know, you really don't know how. You can check your phone, and you can see that it says sixty something degrees, but you don't know if it's really cold unless you go outside. <laughs> how you check the weather, in Louisiana? Go go outside. You just gotta go. Yeah, Texas. So is, good thing. weird energy. So that's the good thing for me and um, me having Shiloh because when I walk him in the morning, that's how I test what I'm gonna wear for the day. <laughs> That's smart. (laughs) That's That's how I know. That's really, really smart. That's why why I'm always outside in my 
pajamas because I'm testing the weather. Don't worry about what I got going on. I'm trying to see what I'm going to put on today. (laughs) (laughs) That is so smart. But we are starting a new segment on the podcast just to bring like some more laughter, some jokes, maybe even some seriousness, deepnessness, whatever, (laughs) whatever, um, it brings um the new segment is going to be called don't knock it till you try it where every week we bring up one thing that maybe we've tried or maybe we haven't tried but in hopes to just maybe laugh a little bit about it or even spark some debate about the subject matter so this week's don't knock it till you try it miranda take it away um it's gonna be skydiving so simple and cute well to to me somebody else probably like hell no hell no okay so the reason why Funny thing is, we both pick skydiving, like both of us. And I feel like I'll bring, we, I feel like we both would have out, different outlooks to this one because we just think differently, but the same, but differently. So I picked skydiving because I feel like if I go, I'm not afraid of heights. I know a lot of people are afraid of, but I'm not afraid of heights. So, but I don't do roller coasters just because that's just too much going on. <laughs> that's just too much for me but it's not that I'm scared of heights I feel like if I go skydiving I'll be releasing so much and it's like I'm it'll be like I'm overcoming like the most ultimate fear there is and I just recently read um the Will Smith book and um it ended with him talking about his skydiving experience and he had like a cute little um little avatar of him um like skydiving or whatever cute little cartoon of him skydiving that's how the book ended and then um it says to go watch his vlog on him skydiving so i was watching it and like everybody was asking him you know like why are you doing this why what made you go skydiving and he was like i accomplished every single thing in my life but every time i ask somebody what's their biggest fear it's always skydiving or like um getting over something that's hard to get over and he was like well i got over everything um i'm not scared of anything but if you ask me to skydive i'll never do that so by him doing that i'm like dang i feel like i would definitely do that mm-hmm. like i don't see no i like what what do you have to lose besides your life besides your life <laughs> Um, I want to do it and I will this year Mm -hmm. look at me I'm I'm gonna do it (laughs) sometime there's there's a lot of time in this year I'm gonna do it this year I think for me I want to do it also for that same reason it's just like Mm -hmm. I feel like I would officially not be as wimpy as I Mm -hmm. am sometimes Mm -hmm. and I know, like, what going up to that moment, the anxiety gonna be real bad. Yes, and then like just by him, like he was explaining everything, and um, they didn't tell him that um, basically when you skydive, you basically fall out of the plane, but you go backwards. So I feel like that's what my anxiety would come in at when you when I'm going. I would rather go face front. I feel like I thought they go forward. No, he went, you go backwards and then you like turn your body, I'm guessing. I don't know. But on the video, it was like he went backwards. Like he had to go back. Okay. Well, I just feel like it's such a weird paradox for me because I do work on planes. So that's very awkward. But actually jumping out of one. (laughs) The only time I'm thinking of jumping out of a plane when I'm at work is like obviously an emergency. So... It's just really weird. I'm like trying to grab the the um, life jackets and stuff. Maybe if we right, overwater, but like... I feel like if you go skydiving, that's for fun. So when it's time to actually do it, you won't be under like pressure. Like, man, I did this for I did this for fun. <laughs> oh no, it's still gonna, it's completely different. Like, I'm not gonna have all them wires. I'm not gonna have a parachute. Like, are you done? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm yeah. looking at it like you're gonna be the superhero. <laughs> Yeah, like no, it's still gonna be scary. So, let us know on Instagram if what do you, how do you feel about skydiving? Because we want to know, like, are you here for it? Are you willing to jump off the plane? Are you just like, nah, y'all handle that and let me know how it is? <laughs> because we and I want to know why, like, why wouldn't you do it? 
hey, if you want to tell me why, that's that's good. If you don't, <laughs> it's fine. Because it's like, obviously, I don't want to jump out of a plane. Why do I need to explain that to you? <laughs> I want to know. What's holding? What's stopping you? Let's go jump out planes. All of us. Let's go. <laughs> Look, finding the nearest location near you <laughs> to get started, basically. Just meet me at my house. We can go from there. <laughs> oh, my God. Not from your house, but... <laughs> You guys know that all month long we um have been practicing silence. Well, we said it briefly, but I feel like we said it and then we dipped out on the subject. But then it was like it was still happening. And that was one of the things where it's like you either do it or you're not. And I didn't feel like I needed to explain too much about it. But then again, it's like maybe you kind of have. So we just wanted to take some time to just kind of reflect on the month of February and also some silence for this month and just, you know, spill some tea about our life maybe who knows what'll come up but how is um february well how has the practicing silence been for you not not february um practicing silence i feel like it came at the right time um being that i dealt with a very very hard death in my family um i needed silence i feel like i really did need that so practicing silence but it came at the perfect time so thank you for that Mm -hmm. It came, um, it just came perfectly. And by me um, waking up in the morning, I usually start my morning off like just with a prayer and I'll put some music on and just flow and get ready. But I really been taking time out and just really sitting in silence when I wake up. Um, I don't put the TV on like I watch a show or something. I haven't been putting the TV on. Um, I actually haven't even been. I was supposed to be reading a book each month. I didn't even read this month, really. Um, I really just been practicing being in silence. And it's been very therapeutic. Um, I've been praying more and really getting deep with my prayers, too. Um my meditations has been getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, my sleeping's been getting better. I I think this practice has been, it's been good for me. It's something that I can definitely keep doing, like not just for the month, but I can keep this going, like as a lifestyle. Oh, that's really good to hear because that's kind of like the motive behind it. Yeah. Um, I forgot why I even wanted to practice silence for the month of I think oh it's because I had already created a good foundation of being disciplined Mm -hmm. when I use my um, practice of discipline by going to the gym and now going to the gym is a part of my daily routine and then I still felt like "Hmm, maybe I can work a little bit more on my mental health by Mm -hmm. just learning how to quiet my mind and I must say that it's like it's really it really is a practice and it is something that you have to work at every day and it's not really perfect and the silence looked different for me at the beginning of the month than it did toward the end of it like mm-hmm. i felt like maybe i was struggling a little bit to be quiet in my mind and really just mm-hmm. sit there like it was nothing for me to have like a good yoga session and do yoga and just really feel the silence in my mind. But the problems came in when I just needed to just wake up, sit down and just be silent. Like that whole time I found like some problems came in from that. But all in all, it was still very therapeutic to just experience myself in that way. And to be honest, I love I love silence. And I think that it's kind of like a, it's a very it's a natural habitat for me, for sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I feel like this practice has been good on both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's something to keep up for sure. Yeah. It's not anything that we... The reason why I'm going to keep doing it is because I really do need to have a peace of mind mm-hmm. at the start of my day all the time because it really helps guiding and lead it into... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just helps guide the day. Mm-hmm. And even just going back to, like I said, I feel like it's kind of like a natural habitat for me. Mm-hmm. Although I struggle with like silencing my mind, I do think that like my intrinsic nature is still very quiet. And mm-hmm. in a world where it's like you got to be loud and you got to be bold and show your personality, 
I don't claim to be an introvert, but I feel like, you know, there's not a lot of room for the introverts of the world because it's like, if you're not being loud and like, you're not being out there, like you're not really living. But I guess even just talking about this for a moment, like, I just want to say shout out to the introverts, shout out to the people mm-hmm. who be chilling and who be quiet because Definitely. like, that is so, so important to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, every time I just try to be that way, life come and push me around and be like, oh, you need to be social, you need to be loud. But it's like, Definitely. I genuinely enjoy this part of myself more than anything, like, <laughs> for real. I actually admire introverts. Like, I love, I love people that just love to be to themselves, love to be just in a quiet space. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely shout out to them. And I feel like I am kind of like the opposite when it comes to, um, like how you say you like to start your day off with silence. I like to end my day in silence. Mm-hmm. I like to come home and just, I don't want to talk. Like, I could talk all day while I'm at work. We could text. We can do all this while I'm at work. But once I get off, it's just, like, I need to focus on me. Like, that's my me time. Mm-hmm. I just want to be to myself. I want to clean. I want to cook. I want to go to the gym. I want to watch a show if I need to. I want to read, like, I want to do things like that when I get, like, when I'm ending my day. When yeah. I begin my day, like, sure, I can I can do a little segment of silence, but I feel like it's more important for me at the end of my day. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, and that was the reason why I was willing to split it up, because I knew that it was, it was important to have it in the morning and the nighttime for me. The reason for the morning time is because anytime that I just got up and go and started doing a lot of things, Mm -hmm. I was um, short tempered. I was going to catch an attitude quickly with people at work or um, I would just get really frustrated. Like, I don't want to be here. And now I'm just pouting Mm -hmm. and acting like a big old baby. (laughs) So yeah, it was just like, it's just important for me to um, have that, little moment of silence mm-hmm. each and every day and I kind of think that Joshua definitely encouraged the word of the month because he's really good at stuff like that so shout out to Jaja. yeah he definitely <laughs> he definitely threw it out there and he was yeah he always come through and be like look you need to just quiet your mind like a little bit more but mm-hmm. the thing is like it's in me it really really is in me and I just kind of want to show up like that more because I feel like everybody know me, like people who know me, know me as this person who just going to say what they got to say and mm-hmm. <laughs> clown and, and I really love that, but I just want to yeah. show up one time to the party and not say nothing. And what, what y'all going to do? Be confused. Right. <laughs> Be so confused because yes. it's, just, it's a celebration. Like when I think of like people who are um, introverted, I think of that ability to just be by themselves Mm -hmm. and also not have a problem with it and also not really crave the, um, crave the, I guess the attention of somebody Mm -hmm. else. And it really is a blessing to be that way, but it can also be a little bit crippling because those people, um, maybe they want to put themselves out there a little bit more, but like that, Mm -hmm. the anxiety just creeps in. So they just kind of revert back to that hermit mode. So for sure. I can um, relate to that. Like I said, I never, I don't really think I'm like, I feel like I'm in between because I can be really, really crazy. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really want people to get to know like the chill, quiet side of me more. But it's it's just something that I normally experience by myself. Like other people just don't ever really get to see me in that element like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm yeah, the only person who probably does is because I mean, I live with Joshua. We live together, so he'll probably get to experience it. We'll probably yeah. we do it together. Sometimes we'll go out and to the public and we don't say anything and we just be out there in the world. We might have a moment of like we just doing nothing. Like we walk around the park and just crazy stuff happening. And we might have a little chuckle and a little laugh, but we don't speak about anything. Like one time we were walking, actually Two weeks ago, for the first snowstorm in Texas, we went outside and it was icy and snowy. You know, grounds all slippery, so we like walking around, damn near about the fall. But we we chuckling and laughing at it all, but we're not saying anything else. And like on our way back to the house, there was a flock of pigeons on the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy, a crazy amount of pigeons. They on the ground, they just chilling. You know, they move out the way when humans walk like toward them, but they really chilling. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they got up 
and they flew up a, a flew up in this big old pile and then they came Bucks. flying back down and we thinking they coming at us so we like <laughs> damn just stop dropping and rolling on the ground <laughs> trying to duck from these birds but they flew over us but they didn't really come back at us and the moment was just so pure and it was so genuine and all we can do was laugh and we still hadn't really commented on in that moment but we were laughing and you yeah. know <laughs> we we laughed in the silence but even still like it was just beautiful so I'm grateful I get to um, experience some moments like that with yeah. him it's, it's not a weird thing like oh let's just go out into the world and say absolutely nothing and let's just experience like I'm happy that I have somebody who's open enough to do things like that with me well that's nice <laughs> I'll just play no it was, it was funny playing. no I love that I actually um was thinking about y'all today so that's cute that you even like said that because I was just thinking about um just a little bit off topic and I know we said we wasn't getting off topic but no um, we we, knew, we named this episode of just one of those things talking about yeah. silence in February yeah. and you know keeping it light right so I was just randomly going through like um my history of podcast and I was listening to something and it was just talking about you being com- comfortable with your significant other and um is that person just like a reflection of you and like do y'all like the same things or y'all are the same person and like I immediately thought about you and Joshua because y'all are just so comfortable mm-hmm. like with each other and I just feel like y'all's relationship is just like it's different but it's like it's a beautiful type of difference so y'all did cross my mind like when she was explaining that y'all I thought about y'all I probably should have texted you and told you that maybe I could have made you smile or something but I did <laughs> but I did think about that as I was walking Shiloh and then he started acting crazy so you know it was like kind of a quick little thought but yeah man that was a simple story about practicing silence with your significant other which was so beautiful like I'm sitting here blushing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you. Like, I think that the thing about um, him and I is that we are very different because he's from here and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, he know me the way you know me. So mm-hmm. he be getting all the attitude, all the spice. But for the most part, I always say that our spirits were the same. Like, we both mm-hmm. um, were just some little free souls who kind of were in each we were in our heads a lot about I guess our abilities and the things that we can do so I think we just kind of came together and formed something great and really grew more into ourselves together even more like we were already pretty established in who we were but it was definitely like some some good spiritual growth there between him as an individual and me so we just come together and now we just do dumb shit and I'm so happy that I have somebody who is as equally childish as me I'm sorry <laughs> that's the goal man that's the sorry. that's the that's the main goal you can't have you can't be funny and have childish you know like humor and stuff and your boyfriend or girlfriend just a serious take like nobody want to be around you you prune and that's the thing like I'm most of the time I am the serious one like, okay, get in the character. And that's just the <laughs> placements in me. No, seriously, I am the serious one most of the time, but I can definitely hop in the funny bag. So I try to make sure definitely. that I balance it this out. This girl is funnier than me. And then <laughs> I have to, like, you are funny as elf. Like, you, <laughs> yes. Like, I give you the torch. <laughs> and people might think I'm being dramatic or I'm just saying that, but no. Like no, and then you like be serious, like you be funny in a serious way. Yeah. So it's like like earlier about very the serious. Give, when you made the joke about the housewoman give, I'm like, I can. This could go two ways when it's, when it's coming from Tiana. This could be serious, or this could be a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's just. I mean. I feel like you got to laugh, man. And, you know, it's funny because I was actually, I I don't know, I feel like I always had this persona about me where it's like I was presented older than what I was. Mm -hmm. So, okay, that's already going to make me super serious. So I was actually dating. I was seeing Joshua and I was seeing another guy at the same time. Like, we weren't together. We were getting to know each other. And the other guy definitely was older. And I actually remember going out with him and... 
the difference in what I was wearing was totally and completely different for one. But I remember saying that I felt like more myself with him, with Joshua. And ultimately that was like the test of time. Like that's why I ended up going with him because I just didn't feel like myself with the other person for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I, like I had to be too grown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> Like, That's I, how it be, like, especially with older people, like, I still have a childish mind sometimes, like, I want to be funny, I want to have fun, I want to do young people stuff sometimes, I don't want to be dressed up and doing all this grown shit all the time, I already <laughs> gotta be grown and pay bills, I gotta be grown when I go out too. It's more so like, a, um, you want to be childlike, you want to remain childlike. Yeah. I want to have my fun times too. So, you know, older men is off the question for you, problem. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that don't mean that necessarily. That doesn't mean that necessarily at all, okay? I think that you can still, you know, get you um, a nice one, whether it is an older man or a younger man. I don't think it has yeah, to be. I don't mind older men. <laughs> you don't mind older Y'all hear that, huh? I don't mind older <laughs> I don't mind older guys. Get um just get the daddies in order. Okay. Is I'm at the point in my life where I could date you or your daddy. What? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Actually hide y'all dads, because I guess what? I know that um he's successfully married to your mother, so <laughs> Actually, please keep that away <laughs> from her. Don't even, uh-uh. Just stay away. <laughs> so I have, a, like, a really quick random question since mm -hmm. this is kind of just, like, a free flow episode. Mm -hmm. um, I want to know what's um, non-negotiable for you in a relationship. Um, Non-negotiable is... Um, Keeping stuff from me. Okay. Like, like I want everything to be transparent. Like, I want everything on. I, I want you, and that, and that. I guess that falls with trust too. Um. Yeah, I like want my partner to be able to tell me anything if I anything. do something. Anything. Anything, anything. If I even if it was something I did and I was in the wrong and you felt some type of way, don't feel some type of way without talking to me and telling me, look, you did because they like things could get worse if it lingers. So if something happened two days ago and you be and you say something two days two days later. And you're like, just like you did X, Y, and Z, then why you couldn't say that then? Hmm. So I just want transparency. I want everything to be on the table. I want everything to be open with that. Like, I just want to know everything. Okay. What if you want to know everything, right? What if your person tells mm -hmm. you that they they love you, mm -hmm. but from time to time they want to be with other women? How would you feel about that? You said you want to know everything. Um. Well, then we can discuss an open relationship. Okay. We can discuss... Okay, I just wanted have... to see what you was gonna say. Yeah, if you I was mean... really open to hearing, because I feel like um, I was actually watching the lip service um podcast today because mm -hmm. Joshua kept telling me to watch it with Joey Badass. What... And, um, um, you are you talking about with Angela Lee? Mm hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I watch it from time to time with him, mm -hmm. but it's not like on my lineup segment, and um, 
I can't remember the other girl name. I can't remember her name, but um, um, she did not want to hear everything. She would have rather be kept in the dark. And um, I think that's very funny because I think that a lot of women are actually like that. They would rather be kept in the dark. No. Than actually, they say they want to know everything, but they actually don't. When it comes down to stuff like that, don't tell me that. <laughs> I just feel, okay, so where I am with that, I'm going to explain myself. <laughs> When it when I say that I don't want to I don't want to be in the dark because the way you feel it, baby, I'm probably feeling the same way. <laughs> I'm probably feeling the same way. So I feel like if you love me, but you want to see other people, okay, do what you gotta do. But I feel like you, if you wanted to be there, you would have been there, but mm-hmm. you don't. So if you want to, if we can discuss this open relationship if you're okay with you if i'm okay with you doing that then guess what you gotta be okay with me doing the same thing because i can go look and i can go hang out and have my fun too if you want to do that okay so another don't knock until you try it so you open relationships and that was on my list (laughs) okay Um, that's cool that's really cool. Um, I just want you to know that most men are not okay with their woman being with other men. And that's the problem. So guess what? You don't need to <laughs> get that thought out your head then. Because uh-huh. I'm okay. I'm okay with not being with I'm okay with not being with other men and being with you. But if you want to open your mind up to explore other women, then hey, I'm gonna open my mind up as well. Because if you can do it, I wanna I wanna practice some things that you're doing too. And that's that's part of the problem sometimes is because we don't actually have the initial desire to do these things. But the moment that they want to do it, we're like, well, if you can do it, I can do it too, right? So I think that's kind of like where I was maybe, I think I was like that probably like a couple of months ago. I felt like that too. Um, I would definitely practice being in an open relationship in a way. I wouldn't say, I really don't like to define my relationship now I think that it's really kind of weird but it is a little bit open in a way um but I actually don't have that desire to really be with other men um right just because I think that it's it's harder to find a man who's who's really worth it and I already got a good one so I'm not really worried about um other men men as friends for sure I just maybe interact with them have some good conversations with them because I do I do like talking to men I will say that but um yeah I um yeah man I I don't like men as much as I used to and I that's something that I've definitely been um not struggling with but I've been trying to navigate around that feeling of being in a heterosexual relationship but also realizing that I may not even be into men like that anymore. Right. <laughs> like, okay, that was deep. <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. Bombs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't talk about that with anybody. <laughs> so I just kind of like keep that into myself and just navigate through those feelings on my own. And that's what I've been doing. Yeah. It, it it flows. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Okay, so little question that I have for you, because most people don't know, well, I'm lying, everybody that listens knows that I am dating. Mm-hmm. Well, first date, like, type dating. So, beginning stage dating. What are some, and you know, like when you go on first dates, like it's kind of awkward at first. So it's kind of like you're looking for icebreakers, kind of. What is some advice that you would give me to like break the ice in my first dates? Like questions or anything? Like what is something that I should do on a first date? First thing first, I say just really show up and be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say be the initiator of things. Like, mm-hmm. one thing about me is that I'm not gonna lie. I love when people talk about themselves because I don't have to talk about me. Um, yes, yes. 
And most of the time, I'm genuinely interested in what you have to say. Like, this isn't just, like, some type of ploy for me to, like, manipulate mm. you and learn everything about you. I just genuinely like to hear what other people have to say. So start have some initiative because you mm. don't want it to be awkward to where it's like y'all both kind of going into it with absolutely just y'all just both going into it now you awkward and he awkward and nobody knows how to start a conversation mm -hmm. so I think have some initiative but most importantly set some good intentions around like what you want the day to be like what you want to feel like and just be mm -hmm. open to whatever the possibilities that come with it like that's I think a lot of times we go to our little dates and we just like oh I'm going on a date with somebody and then you just I think that it they go wrong because the flow, the flow is messed up. Maybe that person not talking enough, or maybe they just yeah. they being one side in the questions that they ask, and they're not interested. It's but you can tell when the date is going good though. So I say just have some initiative, like go in there. You know, if you got a compliment, give that compliment. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, oh, I'm 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 doing too much. Like no, say what you gotta say. Like just let it out, but also just be neutral in the way that you feel. Yeah. Your feelings don't need to be into everything with this first date. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, but you you know what you don't like too, you know? Right, right. You know what turns you off, like what type of responses or things. And even that, you try to like challenge it a little bit and still be open to it. But like I said, you know exactly who just like rude and you don't want, like, all right, I'm about to go. Like, you're mean. You're not my yeah. type. So yeah, yeah definitely. Just, have some initiatives, stay open, and set some good intentions. I promise you, you some good things will come out. Even if you find like, oh, I don't really like this person, you might learn something valuable from them. I say always try to learn something from people too. Mm -hmm. Everybody that you interact with. That's how I am at work. Um, when I'm working with all these different flight attendants, every time I go to work, I really try to learn something differently from each person that I work mm -hmm. with. Like, I really, really do. So, so do you think like, with first dates, do you think that the setting is important? Yeah. Um, I think I think we got to normalize, like, being active on first dates. Mm -hmm. Like, doing something that's fun. I'm mm -hmm. not going to say necessarily bowling, because the thing is, it's like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, I don't even like bowling. Mm -hmm. But every time I end up doing it, I end up liking it. But it's not something that I just want to do all the time. So I think the setting is really good. Like, it don't have to be just always, like, dinner. You want right. to keep it, like, in a good little social setting. So even if you want to do, like, happy hour at the bar, I think that's very grown. And I think that's very sexy to mm -hmm. pull up at the bar and have some good little mingles. and Because that way, it's not awkward. It's not just you two at the table. Y'all, you know, y'all are at a bar. The bartender's right there at all times. You know, there might be other people around you. So mm -hmm. I say, make yeah, the setting is really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, so, what made me start, usually, I don't really care about the setting, like, mm -hmm. if you pick a place, I pick a place, whatever it is, but it is, so, this past weekend, I went and I met a guy at a bar, it made, like, quote-unquote bar, but for some reason, this bar was super packed. I mean, mm -hmm. wall to wall, like it was crazy in there. And it was like crazy to get a drink and like music was super loud. It, we were in a club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Literally, it was a it was a club. And I'm thinking this was like a little chill bar type thing. It was literally a club. Buku people in there, people buying bottles. It was <laughs> It was crazy. And, like, I mean, we got a chance to talk and, like, stuff, but it wasn't, like, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. And so that's when I realized, I'm like, mm, settings could play a big role in a first date. Uh, first, you know, first time hanging out with someone could definitely play a big role because even, like, in my past, like, when I talked to somebody, we hung out, but we never actually went on a date. Mm -hmm. The moment I went on a date with him, and it was during the day, we got lunch. Um, it was last year for, like, um, still doing COVID and stuff, so it wasn't really Mardi Gras. So we rode around and saw the house floats um, in New Orleans, and it was very intimate, 
very like we got a chance to talk we went to the lake and it was very like very intimate it was very we got a chance to like really get to know each other like really got a chance to talk and like get to know each other get to learn about each other like um our deepest traumas it was a lot of different questions we had for each other that we asked and I really did like that but this day was just weird because we didn't get to talk like we barely talked and it was just it was crazy and like it left a very bad taste in my mouth and I kind of don't want to talk to him anymore (laughs) I kind (laughs) of don't want to talk to him anymore because it was just it was the way um it was kind of like the way he kind of had me feeling. I felt mm-hmm. like um, it was certain times where he we could have talked and we weren't talking. It was like very, the communication was bad. And that's why I said, go back to that um, initiative factor. Um, you know, some like the, I said, the awkward moments can be really bad, but it's like, even if what you're doing doesn't seem like that interesting, you know how to be fun by yourself, right? So oh, yeah, I had a good time. Even, I was just saying, like, forget that you've been on a date for a second and ask a question, like, okay, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, um, I'm going to shake your world up a little bit because my first date with Joshua was actually at a bar. And <laughs> we it was actually at a bar, um, and they had two sides. So it was a club. They had two sides to it. So my first date was there. And I left that first date knowing that I liked this man. So I really think that it's really about the person too, because I feel like the fact that we went, we did that for our first date kind of like sums up our relationship anyway, but very fun people. Um, and everything that we did after that was fun, but it never took away from us getting to know each other, which is so crazy to me. Like, even though we went to like that bar, that club on our first date, I don't know, like, it didn't, it didn't take away anything from me. Like, oh, shit, we going, like, I actually, I just knew that I was a fun person and I knew that I was spontaneous. And I can honestly say, like, if our first date had been something that was a little traditional, like going eat out, I'm not going to say I would have disliked him, but I don't know. Going to that club set the bar. <laughs> we were, like, in there trying different, like, okay, I was drinking tequila because at the time I was a tequila girl and he was drinking brown. So we, like, just made it fun. Like, I was like, okay, like, next round, you get my drink and I get yours. And it worked. And we just had fun and we just, you know, but then again, like, when I think about, like, the club that you was at probably was different from the club that I was at. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, even, like, music-wise and everything, it probably was different. Like, but this was, like, a club, like, an actual club, but still, you in Louisiana and Texas, the variety is different. So, right. I get it. Yeah, it's I get ghetto. It. I get it. <laughs> Did you say furnace ghetto? It was ghetto, friend, but I had fun. I had I had fun because it was on the other side of town. So a lot of my family was in there and like I had fun with my family. Like I like at a point in time he had he was like, I'm getting ready to go. I said, Okay, bye. Okay, that <laughs> was having- really there was no kind of connection going on look like this. <laughs> yeah, that was just an example of a setting like I I mean like mm, Whatever, but it was just an example that I was like, okay, I think for me, if I want to go out to meet someone and like to get to know someone, I'm I I would never meet him at that place again. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I th- I want to say it probably was the place. It's not that you couldn't be in a fun atmosphere with the music and the loud vibes. It was just like it just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't giving. Like if you probably would have went on a date where I went, you probably would have felt differently you know, compared to... Right. Did did we go there when you were here? I don't think we ever went to that place. No, we didn't go there, but yeah. So that's kind of funny. I just feel like you just got to really be open to the different possibilities, but like the dating pool, I I feel like the dating pool there is smaller too. So Hmm. that means that the type of people that you're going to meet is smaller too. Like everybody kind of going to be the same type of people right the man the men mm-hmm. but so he's he's a no-go he's not going to get a call again um, we'll see i say on your next date think of something that you would like to do and yeah. set it 
set it up just because you set it up my thing is like just because you set it up don't mean that you got to be the one to pay like you know like just saying like you could take that initiative be like okay like oh we should do this like I feel like that's totally fine like when women are actually suggesting places too like it really just it depends on what you want like everything don't have to be always so traditional like I'm totally here for women taking the initiatives I think we should take the initiative more because then we will be more satisfied with the way that our relationships are turning out to be honest if we keep sitting around waiting on the men to decide everything then it's like we're gonna be waiting forever yawns ring never gonna be gotten on the finger it's just so think about like some fun stuff that you would like to do too and be like hey like I know we're getting together next week we should do this like I think that would be cool yeah Definitely. So you don't always get so caught up in the typical loop of just going to eat out. You can do other things that are going to be interesting and fun, but still where you can have conversation. Right. Especially with the weather y'all got going on, you could. Hmm. Right. You can be outdoors with that. <laughs> yeah. But to wrap this up, I want you to um, give me a good little... If you have to describe your February and... I'm not going to make you do it in one word because I feel like that's a trap. Just give like mm-hmm. a summary of what your fe- February is. You know, like we got Aquarius season to Pisces season. Like, <laughs> what's this good summary of February? Um, This month really gave me strength. It really tested my abilities of my strength. I must say so I could wrap it. I could wrap it up with one word. Strength. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about you? Did I did I need to go into depth? Did you want me to go into depth with that? Yeah, you can. Um. Just. I mean, things that happen. Um. I felt like I probably wouldn't have shaken back from or like overcame but I definitely overcame any sad feelings that I had going on um with the loss of my grandpa and then three weeks later his birthday which is today um you know like I thought I was gonna be sad or whatever the case may be but I'm fine, and I know a lot of that came from strength, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it was, like, very, um, obviously unexpected. For you. Very unexpected. Very unexpected. Very. So, I think that you handled the month of February very well. I did, and I'm so proud of me for that. Yeah, it, it's came and it's gone, and I think you you did good. Thanks for being a witness of it all. Yeah. Um, February, describing February for me, I will say that January was better. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I think that February for me was really just, it was just about being a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. You know, not trying to be so in control of everything. Um, and really just exploring more of who I am, which kind of makes sense because that's what Aquarius are about anyway. Like they just love to be individualistic and it's just like me, this, me, that. So it was really about learning how to, um, express myself outside of the limits of what everybody else thinks of me, whether it's my mama, whether it's you, whether it's my boyfriend, like really just trying to, um, create a me that. I genuinely love for me, mm-hmm. like what, regardless of what anybody else think. So that's what um, that's what February was about. Like my open mind really helped me to hone in more on my um, individuality, and I think that throughout the year, so much more is going to change um, in terms of how I show up in the world, and even physically, maybe how I look. There might be some changes. Um, how I look yeah because I'm I'm big on changing my look I express myself a lot through changing my look mm-hmm. so yeah man yeah. February. <laughs> February um we welcome March with open arms open okay. arms come on in 
Let yeah. the good times roll. Yeah. yeah. With open hands. Like, man, this was this was a really, really good little free-flowing episode because well, I, I'm still trying to get that structure going. Like, I'm not lying. But I don't know. I don't need it to always be structured all the time and to be, like, other people's podcasts. And I want it to be real. Like, this is real yeah. life. And this everything has to be about, oh, how did you grow this week? I didn't grow at all. <laughs> did you achieve no i actually took a break this week Shit. from growing i ain't do nothing i ain't grow yeah but yeah. what we did do friend what we did do we we did a lot <laughs> obviously and we we said a lot too we said a lot and i smoked a lot i actually smoked this really good um herbal blend that i made um, yeah i no smoked the herbal blend too Huh? What you say? I said, yeah, I smoked the herbal blend, all right. Mary Jane. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I smoked a really good one that I made. Um, I but yeah, I definitely want to um get some of that. So if you want to send your girl some, you know the address. Oh yeah, that'll be so great for me to like send it out. As yes, send it, send it to me so to I can try products. it and yeah. we can talk about it. Let's go. I need to get all my um. My smoker friends, I need to start sending them some so they can give me some reviews. Yeah. yeah. Um, tea and herbal shop coming soon. I feel like if I put it out there, then I can't take it back. So there you go. I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drop some bombs. I, I like to sit on. I like to not tell nobody about nothing so I don't never have to commit to it. And that is a, mm-hmm. the biggest flaw of mine ever. Mm-hmm. I think I'm picking up that habit shit. If you want to um, donate to me creating a really look, a really cute logo, <laughs> look now, this is my cash app, <laughs> girl. Not... <laughs> no, I feel like people be putting their cash app out there and people be supporting. So now it's time. If you want to donate, <laughs> message me. Look, message us on the Water Woman uh, Collective. Now we clouding. But no, we said all of that to say that you know we we really said all of that about like the practice. And the don't knock it till you try it. Like, this is life. It's an experience. Like, we're not robots. We're going right. to do the most. And then sometimes we're going to do the least. But all in all, you just, you got to know one thing about yourself, man. Just let them know what they need to know. Ain't nobody going to water you? Like you water you. Boom, 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 boom. That's Here my, uh, you know, that's my little bomb, boom, boom. All right, all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>have just tuned in to an episode of the water woman podcast and we are so grateful that you came to stay up to date with all the episodes what's to come and the chance to be a part of a thriving community follow us on instagram at water woman collective